yeah. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We back in the building. We back in the building. Oh, we back in the building. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, a new episode of the Grinded Out Sports Show with your boy Todd the Pie Guy, and we are back in the building for another one. <laughs> Y'all know, listen, my cat is never shy of of, of sitting here <laughs> talking, you know, <laughs> during our podcast sessions. Y'all say hello to Booty, Booty the cat. You feel what I'm saying? Say hello, Booty. Huh? And she runs. <laughs> but uh, listen, everybody, I want to say thank you to everybody who listens and uh, subscribes to the podcast. We definitely appreciate you. We love you and we thank you. Uh, we are in the midst of kind of finding a new name for the show. So I want to put this out to our listeners, to the people who listen to us or watch us, whatever. Um, let us know some of your show names that you have for us, and we just might pick yours. Uh, let us know in the comments section. Uh, we are... Um, I might give something away if we do pick one of you guys's. You know, I'm still in the search for a new show name for the Grounded Out Sports Show. Uh, so if you have a suggestion, please hit us in the, up in the DM or comment below. And um, we'll definitely take it seriously if it's very creative. Um, for me, all I'm looking for is simple but creative and unique, right? I'm a very simplistic, uh, very simple guy in terms of kind of creativity and what it should look like. Um, if you've known me over the last several years, um, simplicity is key for me. So, um, keep it simple. Don't, don't overdo it. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it too crazy, but you know, make it unique in its own way. You feel what I'm saying? It, and, and that's what I'm trying to do too when finding show names as well. So I appreciate y'all. Let us know in the comments and again, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and we can watch us on our YouTube channel. All right, listen, we got some things to get into today on the docket. Uh, first off, I want to get into uh, primetime Deion Sanders. Um, so Deion Sanders is, um, you know, after a 3-0 and kind of start, uh, the Colorado Bulldogs are now 4, I believe 4-7 and or 4-8 and um, across the um, college football world. Um, they did not make a bowl game. I believe not. Uh, they were ineligible of making a bowl game. Uh, they pretty much lost their last, I want to say, five games or six games. I want to say one, two, three, four, five, six. So, yeah, they lost their last six games um, to Oregon, USC, uh, I'm sorry, Stanford, UCLA, Oregon State, or uh, Arizona, Washington State, and Utah. They lost all six of those games in a row, uh, which kept them out of bowl contention. Now, Deion Sanders has never been shy of sitting here talking and speaking. He's never been disrespectful in any type of way. Um, I think he's always been critical, not only of himself, but also of his team and his players, and knowing what you have and knowing what you don't. Um, and in a sense, he knows that he knew that he did not have enough dogs, as he said, on the team um, and maybe even in his personnel. Uh, what has been reported so far is that, you know, three, two to three of his assistants have uh, left or been fired or let go 
from Colorado's, um, you know, staff right now, um, you know, the coaching staff right now. Um, we see that some top players are leaving Colorado, um, you know, from the program. And, you know, we hear some of the people who got cut from Deion speaking out at this point. And so, you know, some of the storm is going to come on Deion Sanders because as much as, you know, as we sat here and, you know, really, you know, gassed him up, um, here comes, you know, the eye of the storm ready to basically kind of bring him down in a sense. Um, nevertheless, he had a successful season. Yeah, it may not have been the season that I wanted for him uh, because I, I, I'm, I'm such a believer in Dion that I thought those kids, those boys, that whole entire program uh, from the coaching staff to the team was going to at least go seven and five, eight and four, nine and three uh, through the Pac-12. Um, there are some, you know, switching going on uh, when it comes to the college football, you know, program um, for next year. So a lot of the a lot of the conferences are going to kind of merge, you know, so I'll get all of that to y'all when that comes. Right. But as of right now, Colorado is out of a bowl game. They're out of bowl contention. I believe if they would have won five or six games, they would have been in bowl contention um we also hear that Shador Sanders is also injured with um some back injuries with also um Travis Hunter out as well and so it was a rocky it was it was it was a it was a season to understand how about that I think a season of understanding you understand what I'm saying and I think Dion uh I think um primetime can can maybe attest to that it was a season of understanding yes you have to lose all right you gotta lose and they lost a lot <laughs> right um was it more successful than last season absolutely how ty they only won three more games more than what they won last year absolutely that's probably the biggest jump is that they won more games than they won last year. Let us not forget that this is a 1 in 10 team. This was a 1 and 11 team last year. Had no national coverage, no national press, no national coverage, no national anything. You understand what I'm saying? No nothing, nothing. Right? Maybe some local coverage to the to the very least. Shout out to all my people in Colorado. But to the very least Dion comes, he literally, as a four and what, four and seven, four and eight team, creates a national presence for Colorado. He garners some of the biggest numbers in, in, in terms of viewership when it comes to his, his, his game against USC. You understand what I'm saying? It was bigger than football, right? It was bigger than kind of getting the, uh, the wins, in this season. And I understood that from the moment he stepped into the Colorado position, it was bigger than football this season. It was making sure that my presence is known, right? And that we are here. This is not the Colorado of old. Yeah, we may have won four games, but this is definitely not the Colorado of old. And I want y'all to understand me when I say that. We're going to have our bumps. We're going to have our trials. We're going to have our tribulations. But at the end of the day, I'm here. Colorado has probably made more money than it has ever made when it comes to college sports in its 
tenure of being a institution. Think about it on that aspect. Yeah, football ain't looking too, you know, it wasn't looking too good this year. We knew that. Y'all need some dogs on that offensive line and on that defense needs to get better. Everything needs to get better. Dion got some soul searching and reflecting he need to do, and I think they'll come back next year really ready to go. Those boys was in spotlights. I remember, listen, everybody was, you know, talking about, oh, Oregon should have talked that shit to, 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 to Colorado and shit like that. I said, listen, bro, as much as I love Colorado, they should never have stepped on somebody else's field, especially stepping on their logo. I've always heard that's disrespectful and an unwritten rule not to do that. You do not step on the, the field of somebody else's logo. And I mean, just dancing on it. Yeah, Oregon was about to whoop your ass on that one. That was that was bad karma. Y'all could have won that shit if y'all didn't step on the logo. But see, sometimes that's where you have to understand the mind and understand that sometimes too much attention breeds, um, how can I say, incohesiveness. Everything is not cohesive when too much attention is on it. So sometimes you have to pull back and see what you did this year. Yeah, you brought a lot of good, but too much attention could have been the downfall to your success this year. So while the attention, and it's a good, it's a double-edged sword, so while the attention is great, bringing awareness to Colorado, who Colorado is, maybe bringing more endowment money and bringing more, you know what I'm saying, attention to the school. That attention ultimately plagues some of your players. Maybe plague some of your staff, which ultimately showed in this in this season. Yes, was it success? Was it a successful season in terms of Colorado standards from last year? Absolutely. However, do I think was it a successful season to the degree that Dion wanted? I don't think so. But he'll take this. He'll take this as a win, and he'll make it. And he'll he'll take this as a win or L, and I believe he'll make it a win next year. So I I think Colorado's going to be okay, man. I think I, I think they're going to be fine. They're they're going to be fine. Dion's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. But he gonna get them. He gonna get them back into shape. Uh, let's talk a little bit of NBA really quick. Josh Giddy of the Oklahoma City Thunder is in the news. Um, allegedly he dated or had sexual relations uh, with a minor. Uh, he said it was it was reported that he spent the night with the minor and um, he left. Now, Giddy, who says he was unaware that she was a minor, um, I guess the minor claimed that she was 19. Um, I guess... The minor was 16. Um, Josh Giddy, who I believe is 21, um, is now, you know, being looked into. It's being investigated and all of the, you know, this is, whew. Now, the, the, the minor, the, the lady who is the minor here, um, who's 16. Her family is basically saying they don't want to say anything. They don't want to come out, you know, say any statements or whatnot. Um, 
And <laughs> this is this is this is wild shit right here. I I'm I'm very in. I, I, here's the thing for me, and I'm going to be as real as possible when I say this, but that's probably as sensitive to the situation. Um, they saying Giddy has yet to address the situation. You know, what I'm saying whoop the bam. They said the girl is said to have gained access to a nightclub that only admits over 18 year olds. Now, as we know, fake IDs are a thing. They have not not been a thing. It's probably more easier now than ever to get you a fake ID. Um, these are two white kids. Can we be honest real quick? I don't want to take it there, but can I? Can can we be honest real quick? These are two white kids who probably probably have a little bit of money. Okay, Josh Giddy, obviously. This young lady, probably, probably not. We don't know. But if you can get a fake ID going into an 18, 18 and up club, eh, I'm pretty sure you got a little stack. Now, Josh, allegedly, if this is true, you're in the wrong regardless. Period, bro. Um, Yeah. You're in an 18. And here's the thing. Wait, how old is Josh Giddy? Hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. I got to understand this. How old is this man? Because, hold on, hold on. How old is he? How old is this man? Is he? Oh, he's 21. Okay, so I was right. He's 21. He's 21. So wait a minute, Josh. You're 21, bro. I'm. I'm and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am judging a little bit. Bro, go to 21 and up parties. <laughs> like, for real. I, like, no no kid, I expect her to go to an 18 and up club. Get her a little fake ID. Get her a little, you know, a little vodka spritzer or some shit from the bar. You know what I'm saying? Or a white claw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. But, bro, why are you at an 18 and up club? Like, I just thought about that. I'm like, bro, you 21. Go to a 21 and up club. Go, go where the grown folks are. Those are where the teenagers are. Okay? Literally, those are where the teenagers are. I'm not, I'm not kidding. If it, if, and I've always kind of understood this, especially being in college, going to a predominantly white, white institution. When the club is 18 and up, I don't go. Because I know off the rip, there's probably half of people in here that got fake IDs that's literally under the age of 18. Y'all not going to get me. You not about to get me. Oh, no. So a 21 and up club? Yeah, I'm going to go to that. Why? Because I've worked in 21 and up bars. The security is on ass. They don't play that shit. Like, don't come up in this bitch and you 18. Excuse me? No, you got to go. Can't even do it. Like, I worked in a bar where literally one of the bartenders served a drink to a guy who she didn't card. 
My boss came, saw that shit, carded my mans. The man was literally 20. He said, how the fuck did you even... Nigga, fired the bartender and the security guard on the spot. Was like, we don't play that. We don't play that. So it's like, I, it's just in my mind, like, yo, why didn't you go to a 21 and up bar? Because to me, an 18 and up club is just for the kids. You know, it's for the kids. Real talk. 18 and up club is for the kids. Because they not, they sneaking drinks in there. Oh, no. You can have a drink, Josh. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> Yeah, now it now now I'm really just looking at you like uh Trash Looks a little sketch, buddy. And you don't have a beard. Well you're twenty one, so I get it. I didn't have a beard at twenty one either. Did I? Yeah, I did. It was coming in. Yeah, I did. You just look creepy. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just look <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, all right, let's get off of Josh, man. Um <sighs> Russell Westbrook, bro. Now Y'all know I talk a lot on this on this on this program um, about our guy Russell Westbrook. Um, when he was with the Lakers, we we demolished him. We did. We demolished him. We because he was turning the ball over too much. Him and LeBron and him and the Lakers just wasn't co just just not clicking and meshing. And we and and it was right. It, at the time, it was right to say. Um, now, though. Um, and still as a West, Russell Westbrook fan, um, especially now that he's been with the Clippers, he's been killing it. Um, as I said last year, he kept him in the playoffs last year when, you know, Kawhi and Paul George was down. He was the one playing defense and offense, scoring, doing triple doubles and everything, looking like Russell fucking Westbrook. You feel me? Um, what I'm not liking, though, is the backseat that, again, Russell Westbrook has to take to James Harden. Um... And I told y'all, God damn it, I wasn't gonna talk about this man. But I, I, I think it's, I think it's very disrespectful. Um, and I, and I get it. As a man, like Russell is, 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 is literally saying, "Hey, you take this spot, it's good. I'm not tripping. I'll, I'll come off the bench, bro. Like I know you have better elements in your game that work for us. You understand what I'm saying?" But here's the thing, Russ. I ain't even going to sugarcoat shit, bro. Who pushing the pace, bro? You pushed the pace, bro. Your pacing style over the last 10-plus years in the NBA has been one that has been mimicked by a lot of teams. A lot of teams, I'm not going to say it. A lot of organizations, I'm not going to say it. And a lot of players probably aren't going to say it. But Russell Westbrook's literally engine has been literally studied. The man is explosive. He can bring up the fucking ball on the court in 2.5 seconds. It is not even a game. When we talk about fast break, that's one of the man, that's one of the main men that I think about who can get off the fast break so quick. He's been doing that since he got to OKC and ain't stopped. So you're telling me that you're about to give this to a fat-ass motherfucker who just know how to shoot the fucking ball and can shoot it from three and a step back and a, and a travel step back? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. Trash! I'm not here for Mr. H in the regular season. I'm here for Mr. H 
in the fucking playoffs. Can you even get to the fucking playoffs, my nigga? Because it was it somebody somebody said it on one of these sports shows. Like, bro, you haven't been to the finals since you were a reserve on a on OKC with Russell and KD at the at the one and two. You haven't been back to a finals, my nigga. So again, I'm sitting here like, why is Russell? Putting himself again to the back burner of this motherfucker. Why? Ty Lue? Try. What's up? Because you trying to get an un-in-shape un, 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 un man involved. And y'all don't have to tell me nothing. I see how he play. He plays sluggish. He play like he don't give a fuck. That's not going to win you championships that Kawhi and Paul George obviously want to have in L.A., especially trying to bring one to the fucking Clippers. I'm sorry, who kept y'all in the playoffs in that series last year? Oh, I think it was one Russell motherfucking Westbrook, not a motherfucking Mr. J.H. He was over here getting cooked. Couldn't sit up there and put up no fucking points when need be with Philly. But now we want to sit here and say, oh, he, he, we see signs that he's the same JH from the man. Shut the fuck up. I've been saying for years, I don't care what he looks like in the regular season. We've been saying that for years. What does he look like in the postseason, my nigga? Trash. That's what he Trash. looks like. All right. Russell Westbrook has literally took teams farther. Well, I won't say I won't go there, right? But when I take here's here's what I'm saying. Ty Lue, there needs to be a way that Russell Westbrook gets his minutes, not off the fucking back of Mister H himself. Fuck that nigga. You heard? Because I feel like he is just making a mockery of the NBA right now. Doing whatever I want. Oh, I can just do whatever I want. I can just go to any team I want to because these owners don't. These owners don't. Bro, player empowerment is a motherfucking great thing to have. And I'm here for it. I've been here for it since the day y'all been sitting here saying that shit. But y'all getting a little too out of hand with this shit now. Y'all getting a little too out of hand with it. And it's with... Mm, mm. I'm not saying his name, bro. That motherfucker getting out too out of hand. And then you want to come into an organization and act like you run this shit. Remember, he said, I'm the system, right? I'm the system. That's what he said. So I want to see my expectation. I'm sorry. And this ain't got nothing to do with Russell. But my expectation for the system, and that's what we'll call him, the system. The, the, the expectation for the system is that the Clippers, Paul George, Russell, Kawhi, with the system at the head, Ty Lue and shit like that, with the system at the head, Mr. System himself, Mr. System has to take them to the fucking finals. If he does not take them to the fucking finals, he's trash. trash. I don't I don't care what we talking about. We know his numbers. We know he's an MVP. We know he's a motherfucking a god when it comes to the shot. We know he's that dude. But let's keep it a motherfucking bean. Since he's left Houston, he's he's not been that dude. Trash! He's not been that dude. And the fact that you want to sit here and say that you're the system and sit here and say that you this and you that and you don't even play like even half of that anymore. Trash! 
Sit your ass the fuck down. Put my man's Russell back in the motherfucking lineup and watch us fucking work. Go eat some Cheetos and some Oreos and shit, my nigga. Go get some hair growth oil, my nigga. Because you saluting a little far back. You feel me? Talking about you the fucking system. Nigga, you're... You were the system in Houston. And y'all still could... Come, let's move on. Let's move on. Y'all gonna get my blood pressure running. Um, so let's talk a little bit of football. Uh, we're not gonna go through the list today, but I do want to talk. There's a, there's some topics I do want to talk about when it comes to the NFL today, and then we'll we'll cap it off from there. Um, Aaron Rodgers is trying to defy science, nature, the whole laws of everything. Trash. Um. Now, we know Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of the season basically clipped himself. Four plays or four snaps, excuse me. Um, or four, was it four snaps or four steps? I don't know what, what it was, but one play had him down for the entire season towards Achilles, right? And when you tell your Achilles, I don't know per se, but when you tell your Achilles, low key, you can't sit here and walk. Now, tearing your Achilles is if you saw Troy, if you saw the movie Troy, Troy was a, an amazing fighter, amazing warrior, and his weakness was his Achilles. Once you tore his Achilles and once that arrow went through his Achilles, he was weakened. Now, Aaron Rodgers is 40 damn near years old. And, you know, he got the ayahuascas and all of that shit. You know, I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's coming back. Throwing the ball, looking looking pretty all right. Um, and I don't know if this is a, like, I want to prove this to myself that I can come back to the game type thing in a year after I tore my Achilles type shit. Or if this is just some pride shit. But Aaron, you going to fuck yourself up. See the reason, see the reason Tom Brady played so long, played so well, is that he protected himself. He protected himself. He didn't get injured that much, not to my knowledge. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but he didn't get injured a lot. I didn't really rarely hear Tom Brady getting injured. Nor you, real talk. But this is a real injury, my dog. Now I'm not saying. You know, bodies can't heal themselves very, you know, quickly. Or even with the right medicine, they can heal quickly. However, I take the body, I take my body very seriously, and I take the body very seriously, and I let the body do what it do. So if I tear my Achilles, I'm not about to sit here and just say, hey, I can come back in like six months, or no, I'm sorry, three months and come play some motherfucking football. Uh no. It I don't I don't know if the laws of nature work like that, big dog. Trash! I don't know. I don't know. Now if he defies the law, then we're gonna be like, oh my God. Oh my God. But what are we what are we looking for when it comes to Aaron Rodgers returning? Are we looking for him to play one snap? Are we looking for him to play one game? Are we looking for him to what take Zach uh, Zach Wilson's spot? Because Obviously, the Jets are not going anywhere. Not this season. So we're looking ahead to next season. 
why are we trying to make this a thing where he needs to come back? Because if he re-injures it, he's done. If he re-injures his foot, if he re-injures his Achilles, this is done. It's a wrap. It's no more. No more Aaron Rodgers playing football at all. So how concerned are we for next year? I would want you to get healthy for next year. Like, yeah, you came out. It was all great. Not, I would want you to get your Achilles ready for next year. Okay, if you want to play a snap, fine. But go sit down after that. That's it. I'm not giving you an entire quarter. I'm not giving you an entire half. Hell, I'm not even giving you an entire game. Because you're 40 years old with a healing Achilles that was just torn not even three to four months ago, bro. Sit down. And maybe even a less time. Sit down. Sit down. Sat out. Go take a couple seats. And last but not least, I want to talk about uh, my Lions really quick. Uh, my Lions are sitting at 8-3. and three. Uh, We have a game today against the Saints, um, which I believe we could win. Um, so, you know, but I, I don't doubt the Saints at all. I don't doubt any team that goes against Detroit because Detroit makes too many mistakes. And here's and here's what I'm saying. We are we are a turnover-prone team. Um we're eight and three. It looks like we're going to win our division probably for the first time since 1993. Um, the Barry Sander years, right? And this is huge for us. But I also want us to see like we're more than just the division. I want us to shake shit up. I want us to be the kind of now. I don't want to call us the dark horse of the NFL, but I want us to be kind of the the sleeper team that everybody's sleeping on, and nobody's sleeping on us to a degree this year because we're in the conversation, right? But I think we're such a good team overall that we can be more than just in the conversation. We can just be more than oh my god, they won their division in twenty like in twenty plus years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's more than that. To me. It's more than that. Now, I think Lion fans would agree to a to an uh, extent. Like, it, it's more than just winning the division. It's like we have Jared Goff, who's a solid to great quarterback. We have Jamison Williams. We have some solid runners. We have a great O-line. We have a great D-line. Our rush defense is great. Pass defense is eh. But we have to get better with securing our footballs, bro. We turn the ball over too damn much. We shouldn't have lost to Green Bay. We should be nine and two right now, honestly. To to keep it all, to keep it a being with y'all, we should be nine and two. But those three fumbles, when I seen us do three three fumbles, I said we lost. We're done. We're done. Like, I knew we came back in that last game against Chicago and did that. That was miraculous. That was amazing. That showed our grits and our guts. But I was like, if we we can't do it a second week. We can. I was like, I was like, two turnovers last week, three turnovers this week. I said, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't come back from it. And we tried. Don't let, let, let's not let, let me not sit here and not 
sit here and say we didn't try 29-22, right? It wasn't like we we didn't try to come back. We definitely made the effort. Uh, but I think again, three fumbles. You can't come back from that. I play Madden. Like you can't come back from, th- and I'm terrible at it. You can't come back from um, three fumbles after you fumble the ball three times. It's hard. It's really hard to come back, nigga. That's three. That's three scores, damn near, that you done gave up to the team. Three possessions. It's hard to come back from that. So I say that in order for us to really be a playoff contending team, in order for us to really make it shake and make it pop, we literally, our biggest game of the year is in Dallas. How about that? Biggest game of the year is in Dallas. We have to show the fuck up. I'm not saying I don't care about the Saints. I'm not saying I don't care about our last six games on the schedule. What I'm saying is Dallas is probably our biggest test to see if we are playoff ready. Hell, and I say Dallas, Detroit might be one of Dallas' tests to see if they're playoff ready. It's a test for all of us right now. The NFC, again, for Detroit to be in the conversation of the NFC is an amazing thought, and it is amazing to hear. But I just don't want us to be in the conversation. I want us to be the conversation. I just don't want to be in. I want us to be the conversation. Oh, wow, you beat the Saints. Oh, wow, you beat the Vikings again. Oh, wow, whoa, y'all had a slugfest and a a demolition derby and y'all beat the fucking Cowboys. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's what it's going to take in the playoffs. It's going to take that grit. It's going to take how we play our styles of ball, whether we need to run the ball, pass the ball, sit here and, and go back and forth between the two. You know what I'm saying? Scheme it up. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's what we're going to have to do against a Dallas, a San Francisco, the Eagles, because the Eagles are 10 and one. They're winning very um, very nasty, like right in a sense, they're playing they're playing good football, but they're winning by low digit numbers. You know, three, four, five. You know what I'm saying? So they're playing very tough football, but they're 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 winning, and it doesn't matter how tough the the opponent is. You come out with the W, come out with the W. That shows your grit. That shows like, okay, listen. We got to go out here and get these. Now, yeah, some of those teams haven't been, you know, winning teams sometimes. And even with uh, Dallas, they haven't really beaten a winning team. But even still, nigga, these are NFL players who put their bodies on the line every damn day. Those are some wins. You feel what I'm saying? So when I look at a San Francisco, when I look at a Dallas, when I look at a Eagles, those are the ones that I'm like, Detroit, I don't want y'all to sit here and falter i want y'all to sit here and surprise a motherfucker i want i i here's the thing i want it to be so good that we get the we get we get home field in the wild like in a wild card game we get home field advantage and all of a sudden dallas has to come through and we have to see not in a big d but in our d ball Who's the better team? Right? Who's the better team? Who can stack up? Here's my fear. Is that when when we are against stiff competition, we fold. And that's my thing. I don't want us to fold against stiff competition. Because we're a really good team. I just don't want us to fold when it gets a little tough. 
So when it comes down to the San Francisco's, the Eagles, these last six games, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta win. We gotta get it. I believe we can. I believe we can have a ten and three record, eleven and three record. You know, win our division. That would be amazing for us, but it's the playoffs. It's getting past the wild card. It's getting to the divisional. It's getting to the NFC. Oh, my God. It's getting to the NFC championship game. Bump the Super Bowl right now. It's getting to the NFC championship game. Like, that's what I have. NFC championship game. If we can get there, all right. Shock the motherfucking world. Shock them all. Now, realistically, I don't know if that's going to happen. But shock them all, man. Shock them all. All right, y'all. We are out of here. I love y'all. I thank y'all. Y'all be easy. Stay breezy. Um, We'll be back next week for another one. Season finale will be coming on the 17th of December. So uh, y'all look out for that. Uh, Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, listen, uh, watch us on our YouTube channel. All right. Changes are coming. So be sure again to um, subscribe to our you know, wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, if you um, have a name change, again, we are looking for name changes for the show. So if you have a name for the show that you would like to submit, please submit in our DMs or our comments, and we will definitely take it serious. If it's very simple and unique and it's just not generic, you know what I'm saying? Uh, But we thank y'all and appreciate the love and support. We love y'all. We thank y'all. And this has been another one. All right. Peace, love, and hair grease. Y'all have a great week. See y'all.